lounge of London Heathrow Airport, people dashing around in a last minute rush to get some duty free. I know I'm on time for my flight, which is a relief. I guess I always get anxious in airports, maybe because 13 years ago I missed the flight, a flight from Beirut in Lebanon. The journey I didn't make, because I was kidnapped, was the start of, uh, of a different sort of a journey for five years, and that journey included fear and great friendship, introspection and a huge degree of an enforced idleness. When we were locked up in, in small cells, deprived of all normal stimuli, books became very cherished, dreamt of things. Our captors were Islamic fundamentalists, religious men, and just about the first book they, they let us have was the Bible. Uh, they were men of faith, assumed we were men of faith, and that we would need our book. It was a great source of solace to have it. So many people in the Bible suffered so greatly, and yet ultimately they mostly seemed to be able to move on. It caused me to think, to what degree is the Bible true? Is there any historical value in it? So now, eight years since I left the region, I'm going back for the first time. But I want to try and find out if I can answer some of those questions about the historical accuracy of the Bible and about the value it has for people as a work of faith, as a supposedly holy book. Now I've got the chance to read it again, and this time, rather than reading it in isolation, to take my questions to some of the world's great experts and the places where biblical events happened, the Holy Land. It's an exciting prospect, slightly frightening, I suppose, because of remembered fears from the Middle East before. But I think, as indeed in captivity, the Bible offered a challenge and yet great optimism. I hope that it'll carry me through on this trip too.